What's going on, Xavier Tins? It's Jackson, back with another episode. Today, we're going to be talking and reflecting about Father Greg Boyle. Father Greg Boyle entered the Society of Jesus in 1972 and was ordained a Catholic priest in 1984. He got degrees from Gonzaga University and LMU in philosophy and English. In 1986, he was appointed pastor of Dolores Missions Church in Boyle Heights, a neighborhood in East LA at the time. Dolores Missions was the poorest Catholic parish in the city, located between two large public housing projects with the highest concentration of gang activity in Los Angeles. He witnessed the devastation impacting the community of gang violence and what was called at the time, the decade of death. That began in the 1980s. In the face of law enforcement and criminal justice tactics and politics of suppression and mass incarceration as the means to end gang violence, Father Boyle and Parish, a community members, adopted what was a radical approach at the time, treating gang members as human beings. In the wake of the 1992 Los Angeles riots, Jobs for a Future and Proyecto Pastoral, a community-organized project began at Dolores Missions. Launching their first social enterprise business at an abandoned bakery that Hollywood producer Ray Stark helped them purchase. They called it Homeboy Bakery. In the ensuing years after his return to Jobs for a Future in 1993, the success of Homeboy Bakery created a groundwork for additional social enterprise businesses, leading Jobs for a Future in 2001 to become an independent nonprofit organization, Homeboy Industries. Today, Homeboy Industries employs and trains former gang members in a range of social enterprises, as well as provides critical services to 15,000 men and women who walk through its doors every year seeking a better life. Now introducing my guest and personal friend, Justin. Ju-ju-Justin. Ju-ju-Justin. Will you do a podcast with me? Sure, Jackson. Let's do one about social justice based off a quote from Father Greg Bow that reflects on the question, what does kinship mean to you in relation to your service or immersion experience? Wait, what was the question again? Justin, turn that off. Well, Justin, Boyle says, no daylight to separate us, only kinship. Inching ourselves closer to creating a community of kinship such that God might recognize it. Soon we imagine, with God, this circle of compassion. When we imagine no one standing outside of that circle, moving ourselves closer to the margins so that the margins themselves will be erased. We stand there with those whose dignity has been denied. We locate ourselves with the poor and the powerless and the voiceless. At the edges, we join the easily despised and the readily left out. We stand with the demonized so that the demonizing will stop. We salute ourselves right next to the disposable so that the day will come when we stop throwing people away. So Justin, what does kinship mean to you in relation to your service or immersion experience? What would a world look like if we treated others with compassion? So what kinship means to me in relation to my service or immersion experience is all about building community. And one of the most in engaging experiences of my life, I was on the Kino border immersion trip. And in that trip, I realized the necessity and the importance of 
community and family, uh, in other words, kinship, and uh, that if we build a world in which we all treat each other like family and love one another like family, then that world will be peaceful and we'll all uh, love one another. Well, thanks for stopping by, Justin. Thanks for having me, Jackson. Um, do you want to do my podcast? I mean, I guess. Cool, thanks. See ya. Earlier this year, I went to East LA and interacted with people at Homeboy Industries and even homeless people that we served food to. And in all of our activities, we treated them as if they were our own family. We opened our doors to them and served them as we would to anyone else. And I think a world without, or a world with more compassion would be something that we would set aside each other's differences and just treat them as we would others. We stand there with those whose dignity has been denied. We locate ourselves with the poor and the powerless. Who's there? Can I do a podcast with you? Sure, Kyle. What does kinship mean to you in a relation to your service or immersion experience? What would a world look like if we treated others with compassion? Ah, kinship. <laughs> I remember that when I went down to East LA. Everyone there, even though they really didn't have too much in their lives, but they did have that source of family, community. That's what I think that my world will look like with the community. Everyone doesn't really have anything, but they do in heart. They have the power of God. They have God by their side every day with their kinship, their family. <laughs> I miss those days in East LA. Everyone loves each other. It's really no hate. <laughs> Hashtag no hate. Am I right, guys? Or am I right? <laughs> so. Sorry, I'm tearing up a bit. I can't really. It's just so much happened. You know, I was walking down the street with a couple of my friends. Miss Montez, she told us all about it. We did this program where we helped the kids after school. You know, this man, Father Greg Boyle, he did so much for that neighborhood that we would help in that the kids just didn't even know that it was like that before. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, thank you so much for your input. See you at school. Huh. School? I'm a high school dropout. That's been all, guys. Thanks for listening to the Jackson Castillo podcast. Catch you later.